Ventura. Coming up on Encouragement Live, it's been difficult and even devastating for seniors during the pandemic. We're going to talk about that tonight and the subject of grief on Encouragement Live. Welcome to Encouragement Live, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical life issues. Now here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve, and friend, it's so good to have you with us. It's live from studios at First Baptist Church in Fate, Texas. Encouragement Communications presents Encouragement Live. Our purpose is to provide biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of issues. We're scheduled to have my good friend Don Sapal with me tonight. Don is a member of the Board of Encouragement Communications and has a great deal of experience dealing with seniors and their issues. He's the CEO of Restoration Senior Living. He was also the founding CEO of Rafa Christian Treatment Centers. Don has authored a number of books, including The Challenges of Being a Caregiver, Enriching Faith, and also uh, he's the co-author of The Search for Peace. And uh, we're looking forward to trying to have Don on the program tonight. And uh, seniors uh, have really suffered during the pandemic. Uh, Many of you are seniors, and you've been waiting to get vaccinated uh, for the coronavirus, or perhaps you have been through the coronavirus, and it may be that you have loved ones who have had it. Perhaps they've had a light or mild case, maybe a very difficult case, or perhaps you've lost a loved one to coronavirus. Death is a reality in our world today, and more and more people. We just uh, looked up a statistic that every 1.8 or every second, 1.8 people die worldwide. That's a staggering number. Sitting in the studio with me or Danny Webster and Rodney Love. Hi, Don. That's, uh, hey, hello. That's, that's an alarming statistic. Uh, but the good news is the Bible says to live as Christ and to die as gain. And if you've suffered, for example, with coronavirus or something else, maybe some long-term debilitating illness such as cancer, uh, when you die, you wind up going straight to heaven. You don't pass go. You don't collect two hundred dollars. Where did that come from? <laughs> you guys ever Monopoly. play Monopoly? Yeah, yeah. Play Monopoly. yeah. spend a lot of Monopoly <laughs> money. But uh, by the way, our toll-free number tonight, if you'd like to talk with us about dealing with grief or death or seniors' issues, our number is eight five 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 eight six Life. That's eight five 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 eight six. Five four three three. We have a great team assembled. Bill is back with us tonight. Kathy and Brad and Mario uh, and Elizabeth and Danny are here, and Rodney is here, and uh, Brent and Keith are handling all the network connections. And uh, we'd love to hear from you tonight, friend. The number is eight five 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 eight six Life. I've had two funerals this week. One today. Both of them were believers. One was a lady in her well into her 90s. The other was a man who was well into his 80s, almost 90. And so to think about the fact that tonight 
Those people are in heaven. Last week, they were going through hard times. They were suffering. Mm. And uh, to me, that's a, that's a very meaningful thing. It is. What a prospect to be with the Lord, or just to think about that. What is it going to be like to be with the Lord? We don't even know how good that's going to be. But we know some things will be missing, pain, mm-hmm. yeah. suffering, sorrow, death. Yeah, I mean, just think about, I mean, we hear all the stories about what heaven will be like, but really we can't picture it in our infinite thinking, in our infinite minds, right. what it's the yeah, Roy, finite minds, finite yeah. minds right. how it's going to be. Right. Finite, but, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that tonight. Maybe some of you would like to just share uh, your story with us about what all you've been going through, and, and perhaps you've lost a loved one, if we can encourage you in your grief. And the Bible does talk about grief and how to deal with it. The number again is 855-586-LIFE, 855-586-5433. Are you hungry to help hurting people but not sure how you can? The Master Life Coach Training Institute can help. We're providing basic online training in a community of faith-based coaches that can provide you with the skills to help others move beyond their challenges and struggles in this most difficult time. Check out our 14-week training program at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. The focus is Jesus. The message is the gospel. The task is the Great Commission. Global Advance founder Dr. David Shibley on the focus of his worldwide ministry. Prayer is more important than ever before. These men live in danger, and our teams that go to minister to them are increasingly in danger. To learn more about empowering frontline leaders worldwide, visit globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Tonight, we're glad you've joined us for Encouragement Live. I'm Don Hawkins. And uh, Danny Webster and Rodney Love are sitting in with me. They're both part of the team of the Master Life Coach Training Institute. And uh, they're pinch hitting for Don Sapal tonight. Don uh, may not be able to be with us. He may be able to join us a bit later. We will find out about that. But we want to talk with you tonight about something uh, that really, I think, is on the minds of a lot of people these days, and that is death. And the Bible has a lot to say about the subject in it's, fact, really, Danny, yeah. it's really part of life, isn't it? It is, because 100% of people will die. Exactly. Yeah. Hebrews 9 says, it is appointed to appointed. man mm-hmm. once to die, and after this the judgment. Now, there was a man in the Bible mm-hmm. who had two funerals. Oh, yeah. You remember who that was, Rodney? Well, there was two. There was two of them that happened. Well, okay. well, you mean the guy that just went to heaven and went up without well, dying? Well, have any funeral. I'm, I'm thinking about Lazarus. Lazarus. Oh, you're yeah. talking about Lazarus that actually yeah. did die, and right. Jesus raised him from the dead. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he yeah. died, and then yeah. Jesus raised him from the dead, and yeah. obviously he died again. And uh, there was uh, Enoch. You were thinking about. I was, he was thinking about Enoch. Translated yes. that we should not see death. Yes. Uh, we don't like to talk about death. We don't like to think about it. But many of you are calling us tonight to talk about the subject, and I'm glad you are. We want to be of encouragement. The number is eight five 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 eight six life. 
855-586-5433. Danny, when we talk about death and when people uh, such as um, the dear lady who passed away, whose funeral I had the privilege of doing on Monday, Mm -hmm. and the gentleman that I've known for a number of years uh, who passed away this week, and then uh, we conducted his service today, a memorial honoring uh, both of these individuals, Uh, we suffer grief. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about what grief is and why grief for a Christian is different from the unbeliever. Well, grief gr- grief for a Christian is different because we have hope. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and we have the hope that uh, we're going to be with the Lord, that we're, we're not uh, going to suffer eternal retribution. We, we're going to have eternal life. Yeah. And uh, so I forgot the rest of your question. Well, (laughs) basically, you answered my question. So, Rodney, I'll turn to you now and say, uh, in in what way as a life coach have you been able to talk with people who've been dealing with grief? And what have you shared with them that could help them be able to grieve the way believers do and not the way unbelievers do? Well, Don, when somebody dies and they're a believer and you know they've gone to heaven, it sure doesn't stop the hurting from down here. Oh, that's right. So you have to walk them through the steps. There's a little book that came out a number of years ago called Good Grief. And I like that book, The Good Grief, because it talks about the different steps that you go through emotionally, the different phases you go through emotionally with anybody's death. And so as a life coach, you come alongside someone and you begin to walk with them through each of those steps that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Because you can't experience exactly what they're feeling but we've all had somebody die in our life, so but you want to walk right alongside them and work with and listen. The main thing, Don, is to listen to them and let them share the emotions that they're going through concerning and, someone they lost that they love. And certainly you do feel emotions when you suffer a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, years ago, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross did uh, research, right. came up with stages of grief. Mm-hmm. We're going to touch on those and how they relate to the believer. And we're so glad that you've joined us tonight, friend. The number again is 855-586-5433. We'll be back. During the COVID-19 crisis, many people feel the need for a Christian counselor. Faithful counseling is a solution, providing secure online video or telephone counseling from a Christian perspective. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. Financial aid is available, and listeners get 10% off your first month at MyFaithfulCounsel.com. In the third world, babies and orphanages often lie unchanged on urine-soaked covers. Hearts of Love International has designed a specialized cloth diaper for orphan babies, which can be worn and washed many times, making for happier and healthier little ones. Will you be a part of the solution to this horrific problem? Please visit heartsofloveintl.com and click on the donate page to support this vital ministry. That's heartsofloveintl.com. Medicare can be so confusing, and Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, 
Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. You can learn more at restorationsl.com. That's restorationsl.com. So are you experiencing grief right now, going through a hard time because of the loss of a loved one? Perhaps you've lost a senior, a parent, a grandparent, a great-grandparent, as I know some have this week. We want to talk with you about it at 855-586-LIFE. And we're going to the phones, those of you on the line, and we do have a number of you on the line. Uh, We'll be going to the phones very shortly. But we want to talk about stages of grief. And Danny, let me start with you. Where do we begin with stages of grief? Where do people start? We start with denial. You talked about uh, Kubler-Ross's book, and I think she wrote that kind of from, from the perspective of someone who is dying, but we also, as we watch someone else die, yeah. or someone dies that we love, that we know, that we go through those stages too. And the yeah. first thing we want to do is deny it. Yeah, and, and it's very common. We just, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe it happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just stunned. I'm or it's sh- about to happen. Yeah, it's about <laughs> to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and then the emotions begin to hit us, Rodney. Um, what kind of emotions do we experience? You know, Don, it's interesting because different people experience it differently, but we start with a denial. And all of a sudden, then we get angry. Mm-hmm. Why? Why, God, did you take this person? Why did this person have to die now? Mm-hmm. What happened here? And it's that, that anger, it can be turned inwardly and outwardly. Right, Danny? That's correct. And uh, then we might also feel guilty. We might feel like, why didn't this happen to me? Or why didn't this, you know, why? Yeah, that's very common, in the, mili- question, that's very common in the military. Back, You listen about mm-hmm. war stories. Their buddies would be killed, and they would be like, why didn't it happen to me? Right. Why did it have to happen to that person? Exactly. So it's that, and people you know. do tend to go back and forth between those. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a spin cycle, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, back and forth. And and then they, they reach kind of what we call real grief, where mm-hmm. they cry and they get it out of their system. They mm-hmm. talk about it and, and then hopefully come to some resolution. And, and again, the reason, and Danny, you said this so well, the reason people don't grieve the way unsaved people do when they're believers is that they have hope. They know that there will come a time we'll be reunited with that person. They won't be suffering. We won't be suffering. Mm-hmm. And there won't be any masks, no face masks uh, in heaven. Yeah. There won't be any six-foot distancing in heaven. Uh, I don't think we'll have to wash our hands in heaven. I haven't thought about that ah, before. But interesting. Boy, the, ki- the kids that die early, they'll love it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They won't have to worry about those things. But again, we want to be of encouragement to you tonight, friends. So give us a call at 855-586-LIFE, 855-586-5433. Lisa is listening in Texas tonight. Thank you, Lisa, for calling us. So you're on the air. Go ahead. God bless you. Thank you for all of you for being out there and just, and this is a very, um, important subject that you guys are talking on. I am a hospice, pre-hospice, private care, and I also work for a couple of companies, but I do just seniors. Yes. And um, it's amazing what God God can do, even with the five stages of Christ, whether Christian or not. Right. But it's an opportunity 
and we need to really, really be sensitive to the Holy Spirit of where He's assigned us, what we need to be there. It's not about the money. It's about being there for that person a lot of times in those last stages to to give that hope, to give the light of Jesus Christ. Lisa, I'm so glad you called us tonight, especially as we tie in death and dying with seniors. And we've seen so much of that, and I know you've dealt with that. And, and one of the things that I want to raise is the danger, the hazard of, of talking to somebody uh, and saying, get over it, or you, you should have gotten over your grief by now. Uh, I'd like to ask you, uh, Lisa, how you deal with that when you're talking with family members of people who are in hospice or who've died. Um, every, every family's different. Uh, every person's unique. But I just I have to spend some t- a lot of quiet time with the Lord just to be still and just replenish myself as in his word so i can be there for them um for for the lord actually it's his work i mean you know everybody thinks it's about the money it's not it's that may you may have the only chance to minister to to that person you may be the last thing you may be the only jesus they see yes mm-hmm. they and, may have never stepped into a church and in reality and lisa it's, 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 yeah I was going to say you you are in a ministry, and and what you're doing, and you you've articulated that well. It, it's a calling, it's a ministry, and, and Rodney. One of the things, Rodney, you're the founder of the Master Life Coach Training Institute. Danny is on the board of that ministry, and in reality, whether you're a counselor, whether you're a coach, whether you're working with somebody in hospice, it really is service to the Lord. It is, Lisa, and I just want to thank you so much for giving your life to help so many families, untold numbers of families. And of course, I know they've, they've increased, I don't know how many fold during this COVID, but thank you so much for being there for so many and sh- being Jesus, as you said, for so many people. Yes, we're grateful. And Danny, would you lead us in prayer mm. for Lisa and for yes. others who are doing hospice ministry? Others. Yes, others. They're tired. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord, you, how we thank you for this uh, wonderful ministry that Lisa has and others have to people who are dying and to their families. And uh, I thank you that she knows you and that she's able to to show you to these people who are in such a, a tender place emotionally. And so I pray that you would increase her strength and the strength of others who do this work. And I pray that uh, in these days that the gospel would be going forth uh, through them. Hmm. And we uh, just ask for your strength in their ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're so glad that you called us tonight. God bless. Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate it so much. The number again is 855-586-LIFE. And Patty is listening tonight in Mississippi. Thank you, Patty, for calling us. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yes. Well, this is my first time calling. Well, we're so honored to have you I'm with us. I'm nervous. Well, you're doing great. So how can we be of help tonight, Patty? Well, I'm scared to die. Yes. <clears throat> I, I believe that I'm saved, but the life I'm leading is not that Jesus would like. I'm a smoker. I'm a drinker. I'm addicted to pain medicine because of all my 
problems. I'm a diabetic. I have scoliosis, arthritis, COPD. You name it, I've got it. Wow. <clears throat> but I am afraid to die because who knows? I mean, nobody knows what to expect when they die, and I'm so scared to die. And I want to know that I'm definitely going to heaven. Well, Patty, you've brought up the subject that I think is so critical tonight, and I'm honored that you called and that we were able to get you on the air quickly. There are really two issues that we want to talk with you about tonight. Number one is how can you be absolutely sure that if your time came tonight, if you died tonight or tomorrow or the next day or next week, that you would go to heaven, and God wants you to have that assurance. And, Patty, it doesn't have anything to do with whether you smoke or not, whether you drink or not, whether you chew or not, or any of those other kinds of things that we brought up. It has to do with one thing, mm-hmm. and that is there are two kinds of people in this world, uh, and there, it's not religious and non-religious. It's people who have trusted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and people who have not. And let me just walk you through four important things to remember. Number one is sin. And the Bible says, Danny, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's in Romans 3.23. You can't get away from we're, we're all in the same ship. <laughs> yeah. And and that ship, that's, that's the human race. Yes. Uh, the coronavirus won't affect everybody, but sin will affect everybody. We're all and, terminal because yeah. of that, too. <laughs> and Rodney, Romans 6.23 says there's a penalty for sin for every one of us. And that's called death. The penalty for sin is death. And ultimately, the second death is separation from God for eternity. But, Patty, here's the good news, the great news, and that good news is that Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the penalty for your sins, for my sins, for all of our sins. And because he rose again from the dead, we can be sure that God has accepted that payment. And that brings us to the fourth word I want you to remember. Sin is the first word. Penalty is the second word. Paid is the third word. And the fourth word is trust. And trust simply means that I come to a place in my life where I believe that Jesus died for me and rose again. And, Patty, quite frankly, you either have done that or you haven't done that. And my question for you right now is, have you done that? Have you asked Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior? Yes, I have. Can you remember when you did that? another question. All right. Can you remember when you did that? Now, let let me finish with you on that, and then I'll answer your question, okay? Now, do you remember when you made that decision to trust Christ as your Savior? Years ago. Okay. But I still ask just about every night I pray. Yeah, so you struggle with assurance. And and let me give you, do you have a pen and paper handy? 
Okay. I do. I want you to write down a couple of verses, a couple of passages of Scripture that will give you, because God's Word is what gives us the assurance of salvation. Then we're going to talk about your other question okay. and my other question for you, because I have one for you and you have one for me, and, and Danny and Rodney are going to join the conversation. Okay. All right, write these references down, and then stay with us as we go to our next break, okay? I want you to write down John okay. chapter 10, verses 27 through 29. John chapter 10, verses 27 through 29. Those are verses where Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life. They will never perish, neither shall anybody pluck them out of my hand, and my Father is greater than all. The other verses I want you to write down, 1 John chapter 5, verses 11 through 13. In those verses, I don't have time to quote them right now, but you can look them up in your Bible. I'm sure you have a copy of the Bible. You look those verses up. They will give you assurance of salvation. And we're going to talk a little further about that when we come back from our break. We're also going to talk about beginning to experience victory over some of the things that you've been struggling with, Patty, that have undermined your assurance of salvation. Because when we're living in a way that doesn't please God, then that undermines our assurance. And so we want you to be able to experience that assurance of salvation. So you stay right there. And others of you who'd like to call us can call at 855-586-LIFE. And we'll be back with Encouragement Live. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. There'll be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. If you've sensed God's call in your life to provide direction and encouragement to others, Christian Life Coaching may be just the tool for you. The Master Life Coach Training Institute has developed an online training program that provides a solid biblical and practical foundation with 14 fundamental coaching skills. Learn more at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Life Coaching, a tool for making a difference. When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. You can learn more at restorationsl.com. That's RestorationSL.com. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. Welcome back to Encouragement Live. Our toll-free number is 
586-LIFE. Here again is your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. And Patty, I uh, hope you're still on the line with us. Are you still there? I sure am. (laughs) Wonderful. All right. Well, the issue of assurance of salvation simply means that when you've trusted Christ as your Savior, as I shared today in the funeral service I conducted, you go immediately into the presence of the Lord. Uh, Paul in 2 Corinthians 5 said, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Now, we don't get a glorified body until he comes back, until later on, but we're in his presence, and we don't suffer, we don't have sickness, we don't have death. But in reality, uh, Danny, there's some other issues that we need to deal with uh, in terms of some of these things that Patty has brought up. I'd like your perspective well, on she Well, she mentioned being afraid, and I identify with that. I've lived a lot of my life in fear. Okay. And that's something that I've really struggled with. And my life yeah. verse this year is Psalm 27.1. Oh, and the Lord is my light and my, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Mm-hmm. And what time I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Yeah. And I just want to emphasize the fact that even though you don't feel real good about some of the actions that you're, that, that you're participating in right now, God loves you. And he is after you. you if, if you have accepted yeah. him as your, as your personal savior... Uh, you're his, yes. and he's got an ownership. He's got a claim on your life, and he loves you. And he wants you to walk with him. Now, the other thing is being a Christian, walking as a Christian, is not a Lone Ranger kind of experience. And, Rodney, I'd like for you to talk a little bit about the role of church and the role of other believers in providing encouragement for Patty in the struggle that she's going through. Yes, Patty, I want to talk about that. I want to ask you, do you have a group of friends, a group of believers that you can talk with about some of this? I've got my family members. Okay. It's very important because in God in, in God's world the, the the church is very important in God's word because it is his it is the, his bride. But more importantly it's where groups of believers get together and together can strengthen each other and encourage each other. And so it's very important to get a, some believers that you know that can come around you and strengthen you and encourage you. We're not made to be lone rangers. We're made to be together and and live life together, especially the Christian life. And and Patty, you had another yeah. question for me and I didn't want to let you go until I gave you that opportunity to voice that question. So go ahead with it. Well, my nephew, he's like 22, I believe. Yes. He was down for Christmas, and he, he wanted to talk to me, and he prayed for me. And I told him, when I pray, I don't know if I am actually... Talking just to my, I felt like I was just talking to myself. I didn't know if God was hearing me. And he told me that you've got to believe that you're talking to God or else your prayers will never get above the ceiling. All right, Patty, let me respond to that by saying I agree with your nephew. But 
we have the assurance that if we are voicing our prayers to God and we're his child, he hears us. First John. And that's in First John. It's very clear in Scripture. And, and the other part of that, Patty, is that for you to be able to grow and to be able to overcome these things, there are really three things that you need. Number one, prayer is a part of that, and it's important that you continue to pray, even if you don't feel like those prayers are getting through, because God hears your prayers, and he will answer your prayer. I was sharing with our team here today, uh, and this week about how God has answered prayer for encouragement live in a really exciting way. And I'll, I'll talk more about that next week. But the bottom line is God does answer prayer. And here's the second thing. We need the Word of God. Prayer is us talking to God. We really need to listen to God talking to us. And I want to encourage you to spend some time in the Bible every day. And the third thing is we do need other believers to encourage us, to strengthen us, to help us. Danny? Well, you mentioned earlier to Patty, 1 John 5, 11 through 13, as assurance verses. But, yes. But the verse that we, we just mentioned where God hears us is right after that. So she needs to keep on. Go so to verse 14. 14 and 15. And 15. Yep. Okay. Very good. Great. I'm so glad you brought that up. And Patty, uh, two things. I'm going to pray for you. And then secondly, I want you to stay on the line because I want to put some materials in the mail to you at no cost, no obligation, including my book, Never Give Up, that I think will have a lot of encouragement for you. Heavenly Father, thank you that Patty called us tonight. We believe that she had a divine appointment to talk with us on this program, and I pray that you would grant to her the assurance of her salvation, that you would grant to her answers to prayer, and that she would recognize that you can help her to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that she would be able to experience victory over some of these issues. And Lord, I just pray your special encouragement for her tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Patty, you stay on the line. Thank you for calling us tonight, okay? Thank y'all so much. God bless. You stay on the line, and we'll get somebody to get your mailing address, and and uh, we'll get materials out to you. We're going back to the phones. 855-586-LIFE is our number. And Steve is listening tonight in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Thank you for calling us, Steve. Go ahead. Yeah, guys, and the world here. Uh, well, you know, across the country, and, you know, uh, I'm getting across— uh, getting through to a lot of people right now. Yes. And so, well, it would be encouraging and informative uh, to talk about uh, COVID-19 and uh, the the vaccine and stuff. I've uh, I heard on American Family Radio, uh, it was Stand in the Gap, uh, from this molecular biologist, Miss Cahill. She was this Indian-sounding lady from Dublin, Ireland. And she said that the vaccine was a camouflage killer and not to get it because uh, if you uh, got the vaccine and contracted COVID, which technically is SARS-2, that uh, it would cause your body to try to throw it off, and it couldn't, and then the immune system would attack 
our internal organs. Yeah, Steve, I'm not sure, uh, you know, I'm not familiar with that molecular biologist, (laughs) but I do know that we have our own resident molecular biologist who's been on this program, Dr. Tom Dooley, and he addressed that very issue and said that he is prepared to take the coronavirus vaccine. He's been involved in a lot of the research on that. And you can learn more about him at tomdooley.org. That's his website. I want to encourage you to check things out there. It's always good in the medical field. And Danny, we've talked about this before. A second opinion is yes, a good thing yes. to and get. Do, and and uh, Dooley, he was on with us just last week, wasn't he? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. They could go to our archives. Right, Steve could, could go to our archives yeah. and hear that program. And the yeah. archive, and Steve, I would encourage you to do that is at masterlifecoach.org. Happens to be the website, Rodney, for the Master Life Coach Training Institute. And the website where all our radio programs are Yeah, archived, archived there. So uh, you can go there and look up the program with Dr. Tom Dooley. I think it'd be and, real interesting yeah, for Steve to yeah. do that. And, and I would say that not only that program, which we did address that briefly, we talked about second chances, but the previous program from Dr. Tom Dooley, which mm-hmm. was a couple of months ago, I would go back and look that one up. And Tom dealt with the whole issue in depth. And Steve, I appreciate so much your calling us tonight and sharing your concerns with us. Rodney, would you pray uh, for Steve and just pray that God will grant us all wisdom about these issues. Okay. Father, thanks for Steve for calling in from Tennessee. And Father, I thank you that he's open-minded and listens to AFR on the different programs they have. And Father, I just ask you to grant us all wisdom as we research together and look at the different things about corona. And Father, I just ask you to continue to protect people from corona. But Father, also give people wisdom as far as the vaccine. Thank you again for Steve and him calling in from Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Steve, thank you so much. We appreciate hearing from you tonight. And our toll-free number, friend, for Encouragement Live is 855-586-LIFE. 855-586-5433. Amy is on the line tonight. Thanks for calling us, Amy. Go ahead. Yes. Hi, everybody, tonight, and thank you, Mr. Don and Mr. Rodney, for letting me come on. Um, I'd like to talk to our beautiful listeners tonight and remind them, we like to remind them and encourage them that Jesus loves you and God has that special plan for your future and your next step. And that's why we'd like for all y'all to call in tonight. Um, All us live coaches would love for you to call in and ask questions. Maybe you want to inquire about being a life coach. You know, you might want to step into God's goodness and spread his love in a whole different, (laughs) brand new way. I love that. (laughs) Amy, that is really a kind and good thing to say to encourage folks. And uh, Rodney, I know you're not interested in anybody signing up to be a life coach. No, no, never. Listen, Amy, thank you so, so much for calling in and encouraging people to sign up. And Amy, I want to tell you something. As far as the encouragement you give, that's the kind of encouragement people need when you come alongside somebody 
somebody when they're grieving, when they have loss, and they need people to come alongside them and be there for them and, and help them move through from step to step in what Danny was talking about earlier about the different steps of grief. And Amy, I know personally you are the, the best at that. So thank you for working with people and that are grieving and that are hurting and out there. So thanks for calling in. Appreciate and Amy, that. we want to pray for you, and we do want to encourage folks to visit that website, masterlifecoach.org. And uh, we want to pray for Amy and for all of our life coaches. Danny, would you lead us in prayer? Lord, I thank you for Amy. Oh, I want to be a little bit more like Amy and a little bit more like you too, Lord. I just thank you for the way that she reflects your encouraging spirit. I thank you just for her bright spirit and just, just her voice was an encouragement to me. I thank you for mm -hmm. her and I pray that her tribe might increase. And I pray that you would continue to use her in ways that she cannot even imagine because that's the kind of God you are. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we do want to encourage you, uh, Rodney, just briefly, a life coach. Uh, there are two things, two main things that life coaches do for people. Do you remember what they are? They listen very carefully. Yes. And they come alongside somebody and encourage them to move, go to the next step. Move and, step. and encouraging them by doing what? Asking? The asking questions, the right questions at the right time, which is called what type of questions? Perceptive, Perceptive questions. questions. <laughs> yeah. All right. And our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE is our toll-free number. We're going to take our last break, then we're going to talk to many right after that. And uh, we'd love to hear from you tonight, friend. And again, you can find those archive programs we mentioned at masterlifecoach.org. Isaiah 40 tells of the ministry of John the Baptist to clear the way for the coming of the Lord Jesus. In the 21st century, Path Clearer Ministries, established by Dr. Tom Dooley, is clearing the way for others to follow an effective ministry to glorify Christ. The focus is on fostering biblical leadership and partnering with ministries of like purpose to maximize global kingdom influence. To learn more, visit pathclearer.com. Medicare can be so confusing, and Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. It'll be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org.
Good to have you with us on Encouragement Live tonight. Our last segment, I'm Don Hawkins and Rodney Love. Danny Webster filling in for Don Sapaw tonight and grateful for all of our team who are a part of this ministry. We'll go back to the phones and talk uh, with Trinidad, who's listening tonight in San Antonio. Trinidad, good to hear from you. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? We sure can. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, sir. The question I have is, well, first of all, thank you for taking this call, but uh, I've been having a lot of struggles just recently. I had uh, some good friends of mine pass away, COVID and, and other things. But uh, what I, well, the question is, why do I have so much struggle trying to get in contact with the families? Yeah. Um, I, I heard what you all were talking about to be there for them or call them. But why, why do I... I struggle with trying to comfort them or trying to say a word. Uh, I don't know what to say a lot of times. And, yeah. And, and Trinidad, um, yeah, it, a lot of times it's not a question of having the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's the, the tone of voice. It's the communication of love. Uh, one of the things I encourage people not to say is, I understand how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's yes. probably the worst thing you could say to somebody because none of us fully understands how another person feels. What you can say to them, Trinidad, is just, I care. Mm-hmm. I love you. I'm here. I'm, I'm here, here for you. Yeah, I'm here for you, yes. and I'm praying for you. And and that sounds like a trite thing, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not a trite thing at all, is it? No, it's not. And sometimes less is more. Yeah, yes. yeah. Sometimes it's just a matter. I remember a time when one there. of the yeah when one of our daughters was in the hospital and was very sick, and we were sitting in the waiting room in the hospital and and really concerned. And we had some people from our church who just came and sat there in the room with us, and yeah. they were just there. Mm-hmm. And and just being there can make a difference. Sometimes a pat on the shoulder. I know we're doing social distancing, mm-hmm. so hugs may not be the uh, the best thing to do, depending, although if you have on a mask, it might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bottom line is just to convey that that I care. And and Rodney, sometimes a text message, a voicemail, yes. uh, you leave a lot of voicemails to people that you can't get in touch with, right? Exactly, Trinidad. If you can do nothing but call and leave a voicemail and just tell them you're praying for them, mm-hmm. then they'll hear that. And they'll hear your voice, uh, this reflection in your voice, the, your, the real care that you have for them. And that's what it takes. And, and again, like Don said, a text message and just tell them you're praying and you're there for them. And I understand, Trinidad, though, that because I go through some of the same things, trying to be there for people sometimes that if we've, in our, you know, in this time of COVID, especially when we've got a lot of people we know that are no longer with us, but just you just reaching out in various ways. Thank you for being there for the people and for praying yeah. for them. Well, yeah. can I share something else? We, we you, lost our pastor three years ago, yes. July, and and it's been very difficult for the church. We've, we've got a new pastor, but even uh, the, his widow, uh, has has called me and just struggling still, and I keep on telling her, "Take your time. God will yes. heal you in 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 His time, and, and He will strengthen you to help others that have lost husbands or spouses." I lost a son over 22 years ago, and I was angry at first because I do missionary work. Uh, since 92, and now I went full-time in 2002, but I lost my son in, in 98, 
he was 20 years old and he took his own life. And mm, the thing yeah. is that God has healing me to help others that have lost children uh, through Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2 to 7, about the comfort of God. The way he comforts us, we comfort others, but yes. point them to God, and he will heal. My hugs I get from God, the hugs from my son, I feel that God gives them to me. And Trinidad, he's using you to encourage others. And that passage you mentioned, uh, starting about the third verse of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, talks about the God of all comfort, who comforts or encourages us in all our trouble so that we can encourage others with the same encouragement with which God has encouraged us. That word for comfort or encourage, and Rodney mentioned this a while ago, literally is found 10 times, that word, the verb or the noun, in those verses. And I want to encourage you, Trinidad, just to keep on reaching out and encouraging others. And I want to pray for you right now. And I'll pray for your pastor's wife who passed away, the pastor who passed away, whose wife is still dealing with grief. Uh, not Again, that underscores what we said earlier. Uh, it's not something that you can say to somebody, get over that, and you are just doing a great job affirming her. Lord, I pray for Trinidad. I ask you just to encourage him in his ministry. He sounds like a real encourager, and I pray, Lord, that you would just grant to him great encouragement at this time, and I pray this for your glory, and I pray that you would use him in the life of this uh, pastor's widow who is still struggling with the grief and with others. I thank you that you've given Trinidad uh, assurance uh, that you are walking with him even though he lost his son. And Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Trinidad, if you will stay on the line, Amen. what we want to do is I want to send you a copy of a book I've written that I think will encourage you. It's got a lot about encouragement in there. It's called Master Discipleship Today. And it also talks about how a life coach can be an encourager and how any of us in ministry can be an encouragement. So stay right there on the line, if you will, Trinidad, and we'll be sure and, and uh, get to you. Um, we have Bill on the line with us, and uh, Bill is our next caller. And thank you, Bill, for calling. I'm not sure where you're calling from. Can you tell me? I'm calling from Burlington, Iowa. Wow. Burlington, Iowa. Wow. Okay, good to hear from you yes. in the Midwest. I suspect it's a little chilly up there, but uh, go ahead with your question yeah, for us. <laughs> I lost my wife uh, about three years ago. I'm sorry. And uh, uh, I read the Bible every day, and I'm confused with a lot of people that believe the dead heaven, those that are in Christ. And yet the Bible doesn't teach me that. You know, even uh, in the Acts, Acts 2, verse 34, you know, Peter says, Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you about the patriarch David, that he is dead, and his tomb is with us to this day. David is not in heaven. Jesus himself said in John three thirteen, has ascended to heaven, but he that has come down from heaven, the Son of Man. 
Bill, I want to speak to what you're sharing because I appreciate what you're saying. I want to, first of all, speak about the passage on David. And and in reality, uh, the people in the Old Testament who believed in God, who were anticipating with faith in the Lord Jesus to come, I believe went into a place called Abraham's bosom. And if you will look up in the Gospel of Luke, where it talks about uh, the rich man and Lazarus, uh, that Lazarus, who was uh, begging at the doorstep of the rich man, who died and was buried, and that's what we were told about him, uh, and in reality, uh, Lazarus was in Abraham's bosom. And, and I believe that David and Abraham and others in the Old Testament went to that place referred to in that way. And I believe that the second reference that you mentioned, where Jesus went down to Sheol, as it were, and led captivity captive, and I believe at that point took those Old Testament saints into the presence of the Lord. And Bill, I'm so sorry that you lost your wife, but I would encourage you to continue studying the scriptures about this, and especially 2 Corinthians chapter 5, where Paul said we are willing to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And I believe very strongly that the scripture makes it clear, and that's also in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, great passage about grief where we read the words that uh, uh, the scripture that Paul said, I want you to be aware of the fact that the Lord himself will descend from heaven uh, with a voice, uh, shout the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first. Now that's where the dead in Christ get their resurrection bodies. And then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the Lord to meet the Lord in the clouds. And so we will ever be with the Lord and we can encourage one another with those words. I wonder, Danny, Rodney, if either of you has a comment you'd like to add uh, at this point. Danny? I think you covered it pretty well. Well, I appreciate that. And Rodney, would you lead us in prayer for Bill as he continues to grieve over the loss of his wife? Father, I sure will. Uh, this is a privilege, Bill. Bill, I thank you for calling in and thank you for uh, doing asking those very important questions. And let me pray. Father, I pray for Bill right now that you would just keep your hand upon him and continue as he continues to go through, and though it's been three years, continue to go through the grieving process of his wife. Guide Bill and direct him as he continues to research and go into deep into the scriptures. Thank you, Father, for Bill listening to this program. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And thank you, Bill, for your call. We're honored that you would share with us tonight. want to try to squeeze in one more call. Jeff is listening in Arkansas. And Jeff, I believe that you had a recommendation for Patty, who had called us earlier. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And what would what would that recommendation, that book recommendation be? Uh, it's uh, Releasing the Ability of God Through Prayer by Charles Capps. Okay. It's a... Uh, it's a real small booklet. It's got great references in the Bible. And uh, after I read it, I was going through a hard time. After I read it, it kind of opened my eyes on the way I pray. And I recommend it for anybody that's having difficulty with knowing if their prayers are getting answered or any kind of doubt in their mind All right, when you it comes to prayer. Give us that title one more time because we're running out of time. Re- Releasing the ability of God through prayer. 
through prayer. I'm Charles Caps. All right. I appreciate that very much. And Lord, I pray for Jeff. Lord, use him as an encourager as he has been reaching out for Patty tonight and be with her and others who called us. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you, Danny and Rodney, for being a part of our program tonight. It was fun to be here. It was great. God bless, friends. Thank you for joining us for Encouragement Live.